Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to NS9 Post Game Show, the hodgepodge of nothingness on Pittsburgh Baseball Now. That's a mouthful, by the way. I'm your host, Anthony DiNardo. With me, we got Jim Rosati. Jim, we got a walk-off win by O'Neill Cruz. Did you see how hard he hit that ball? I love it. There were four walks in the bottom of the ninth inning. Walk, 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 walk to walk it off. <laughs> that was crazy. And the Pirates win. Get out of here with the 100-loss season, guys. The Pirates aren't having any of that yet. But with that said, yeah, the Pirates, like, they walk it off literally. How excited were you? I mean, first off, right, we saw the walk. Hayes gets on base. He's still second. Andor's up there. He gets to a full count. He ends up getting a walk, which, I mean, at that point in time, there's the open base. Um, Casho goes up. He gets the walk. And then O'Neill Cruz up the bat. Zero outs. Bases are loaded. You knew it was going to happen. You knew he was going to launch one and four straight balls. I mean, like it was the most anticlimactic walk off I think I've ever witnessed. Because me, myself, for sure, as I just told you before the show, and I'm sure many people were just waiting for that big hit. Like the moment of 2022 is going to be tonight. It was still a win, but <laughs> it was a walk. I mean, once it got to two and zero, that's when I was like, "This, this could happen," because Romero wanted no part of O'Neill Cruz. I think the last time Cruz faced Romero, Cruz took him deep. Uh, that was like three weeks oh. ago. So, um, yeah, they <laughs> He didn't want to pitch to him. Meanwhile, you have to pitch to him in that situation, and. I mean, did he just throw him four breaking balls? I think the 3-0 pitch might have been a fastball. But, like, it was – like, they they did not want to give him anything to hit. And you kind of have to do that when the bases are loaded. At some point, you, at some point, you got to throw a strike. Like, and he couldn't do it. So, Yeah. I mean, I jokingly said his pre-arb season-ending ERA wanted one run and not four. So, I guess that's what it was. He's looking yeah. at the big picture. You know what? I'll just take one on the earned run, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, and I know it's O'Neill Cruz, but this is it. <laughs> you can't just walk them. You can't yeah. pitch around O'Neill Cruz for the loss. And you're right, like this three breaking balls. Cruz held up on all of them. Good for him. And that last one, it was ball four. And yeah, you're correct. It was it was a fastball. You want to talk again? Anticlimactic here. The ump just wanted to chill back there. <laughs> no one had Jerry any Mills. idea what was going on. Jerry Mills didn't want to call anyone safe or out or or anything. He just no. I think what Jerry him. Mills was doing because because he's a local guy. I don't think he lives too far from Pittsburgh. So I wonder if he was actually going home after the game. So he was staying there for a little bit just to see if like traffic could let up before he heads home. And so I think he was just going to stand there for a while. Well, with all the Cardinals fans in town. <laughs> Right. 
because like that 80 percent of the crowd was was cardinals fans i will say this no so i, I walk off walks are always super fun i was once at a game though where uh matt haig matt haig the hit collector um pirates went on a walk off hit by pitch so that was pretty fun too but uh yeah I, walk off walks there's something about them they're they're few and far between. They're always fun, especially in this situation where, like, it was four walks. The Pirates didn't get a hit yeah. in the entire inning. Like, it was walk, right. walk, walk, walk. Just awesome. Very much so. And, I mean, hey, if anything, I guess it helps the on-base percentage for O'Neill Cruz and the walk rate. So there's that, which has been improving. It has been improving. So there is that part. Um, but let's talk about this whole complete game which starts out by mitch keller getting his final outing of 2022 to cap off the season he's had i mean again it's a remarkable turnaround we keep talking about the two seamers since he's incorporated like what he's done his last start and it went well he did give up two earned but ultimately i mean it was a very good mitch keller start i mean this is pretty much like what you've seen him all year he looks mostly all year excellent um, his first, his first three innings, I guess he just mowed hitters down. Fourth inning, fifth inning, you know, uh, some guys got on base. He got into a little bit of trouble, but he pitched his way out of both jams uh, without giving up any runs. Uh, and then in the fifth inning, you know, he gives up the hit, and then the he gives up number seven o three to Albert Pujols. So, uh, and that. Yeah, it was kind of a bummer because he pitched so well, and then they pull him after that homer. And so you pull him, he's down two to nothing at that point. But yeah, another another really good start. Kept the team in the game. Uh, I mean, the, Jose Quintana started for the Cardinals. He didn't pitch very long. It was more just like get some throws in before the playoffs. But Quintana went three scoreless. Uh, Michaelis went three innings, but he. Uh, he did a great job. Uh, I, I think it's just you know, we talked. We've said it over and over and over again. It's just he's been a completely different pitcher since rejoining the rotation with that sinker, and he's been really good, really productive, and somebody that you can count on to give you a good start every time he goes out there. Yep, you hit it, and that's why I said like this is pretty much like this start. It's pretty much what we expect from Mitch Keller right now. You know, like he looked fantastic. He. He showed the stuff where he can't be hit, and then he showed where when he gets in the jams, he can get out of it. I mean, this pretty much encompassed like his entire 2022. He looked – I mean, I will take five innings, two earned from Mitch Keller, any pitcher. You know what I mean? And like, it's like, then, like, that's yeah. just – what you're seeing from him. This is the guy who can get out in multiple ways, and he had to do it all tonight. Um, yes, does give up 703, which – it, it, it sucks. <laughs> like, I kind of – I don't think he cares. Which also is a good thing. Right. Again, mentally, like where he's turned around in that sense. But it's, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, he capped off a great season. But in doing so, he could end up being a trivia question. So, you know what I mean? Like, I, I feel bad in that sense. Like, when you look back and say who gave up number 703, if that's what the case, right? If that's his last home run, like, it's going to be Mitch Keller. And that's like here's, the one stain on this year. Here's the deal. Do you go to trivia nights? I go to trivia nights every now and then. They're fun. I enjoy them. No trivia is going to ask you who gave up Albert Pujols 703. So all these stupid people who say, oh, Mr. Keller's going to be the answer to a trivia question one day. No one's asking that trivia question. It doesn't – that's not a trivia question. 
Well, it's just for that, when NS9 Jeopardy comes back in 2035, I'm making it a trivia question. Nice. But no, for no, I get that aspect of it, but it's still like you gave up the last home run. Whatever. Anyways, Mitch Keller. It's like who caps didn't we, off. Gave up, we gave up Aaron Judge's 60th homer. No one in any trivia is ever going to ask who gave up Aaron Judge's 60th home run. In but they might ask who was winning in that game, and it was the Pittsburgh Pirates at that time. There you go. And they're going to ask who won this game, and it was the Pittsburgh Pirates. Actually, so, the Cardinals are 0-2 against the Pirates in the last two games that Pujols has homered. <laughs> what about the last 830 of them? <laughs> What's the record, man? But just saying, just saying, yeah. Pirates own Pujols. That's what it is. It only took them 22 years. Uh, yeah. So again, like I can't speak highly enough for Mitch Keller. You know, we've been talking weeks ago, like there's probably not going to much, no matter what he does, like the next stretch is not going to much. That's going to change your opinion of him. but he did like the best outcome. He, he held strong. I mean, throughout the whole season since incorporating the two seamer, right? Like he's just gone better and better. It seems. And like heading into next year, I just can't be more excited for Mitch Keller more, confident in Mitch Keller and then again it's like he's one of those guys right now that changes this rebuild yeah I mean it, it was something that like they needed it to happen because without Mitch Keller this this rebuild uh it it wouldn't be going as well and I still don't know how well it's going but if Keller hadn't put up the season that he did this year there'd be uh a lot of hesitancy going forward. Sure. For sure. So he ends it five earned runs, six hits, two walks, five strikeouts, and of course that home run to Pujols. So good inning, uh, outing, I should say. And then also just cap it off and say like he ends his season at a 3.91 ERA. So it's officially under four. Where it was, it was what, a high, it was a six point, like six, I think, mid May, which last year was terrible. One of the worst ERAs in baseball. So uh, again, like understanding to where it was mid-May, and now that's a three point nine one. It's phenomenal. Yeah, unfortunately, he is three innings short of qualifying for any sort of ERA title leaderboards or anything like that. Otherwise, just to give you an idea, he would be the nineteenth best pitcher in the National League if he if he had three more Qualified. innings pitched. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there you go. There is that. So kudos to Mitch Keller. You tweeted out, and I agree, but I'll let you take the thunder. But I mean, the bullpen came through today as well. Thank God. They did. Yeah. Junior Fernandez, Banuelos, Nick Mears making his 2022 debut. Johan Ramirez. Yeah. Four scoreless innings by the bullpen. Only gave up one, one hit. Yeah. They did a good job. Yes, indeed. So offensively, um, it was a bit of a struggle. Like you said, Quintana looked excellent. Uh, Michaelos looked excellent. Like, well, I shouldn't say excellent, but he looked good. Not as good as Quintana, uh, but held up. So, I mean, the team as a whole had five hits today. No one had any multiple hits. Newman had one. Reynolds had one, a double, which we talked about in the chat, in our chat today as well. Maybe something I haven't paid too much attention to this whole time. But his 18th double on the entire season, 
is what Reynolds hit today. Weird. Uh, but also with hits today is Castillo. Sawinski, of course, got a home run because he's in PNC Park uh, yep. for his 18th on the season. And Jason DeLay, my catcher, with another hit. Um, actually, I'm going to talk about Sawinski a little bit because I feel like he actually had a pretty good series in St. Louis he did. prior to this as well. Uh, just getting on base a lot lately. Um, he walked walked twice yesterday, walked again today. Um, yeah, just, the, I mean, solid walk rate for the year. Walk rate's over 10% now, 10.5% walk rate. That uh, WRC plus after today now up to 98. So, I mean, he's, you know, he's had his highs. He's had his lows. He's had these, these crazy split numbers. But like overall, when you put it all together, pretty good season for for Jack Sawinski. I mean, 104 games. He was at 1.6 WAR going into today, so probably that'll probably be bumped up to 1.7 or 1.8 tomorrow. Just a good a good season from Jack Sawinski. I don't know if I'm going to go as far as good. It was mixed, and he showed certainly potential. Also, it was just plain weird. Has there ever been more extreme of a season by an MLB player this many games in like baseball ever? Like, I just don't feel like that there could possibly have been one as extreme as the home and away splits. So, like, my takeaway from this is, yeah, the power's legit. You know, I think we had questions. Tyler bashes on me all the time talking about it every time we bring it up, but I don't know if we were sure about the power, like how legit it is in game and such. And I think he proved it's it's legit. The strikeouts concern me now. You know, early in the season, we kept talking about how good he looked at the plate, how comfortable he looked at the plate. However, like the results weren't there. And then they started coming. I mean, I think at one point, his highest peak, I think he was at like a 121 or 124 way to run created plus. So he was a dude at that point in yeah. time. And then it came crashing hard. And the strikeouts were worrisome. Um, what I will say, too, is like he wasn't known for the defense. And he had great defensive displays this, this year. I mean, I won't look at him and say he's any liability. He was an asset you know, defensively. That was something I think that surprised me and probably you as well. Um, so, like, overall, I'm mixed. I'm heading into next year, penciling him in as a starter, still hoping he can be a starter. But I think – we're not sure if he's a fourth outfielder starting as of yet. Like those haven't been answered and at the end of the year. Um, it was an okay season for me. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to say it was good for him, but to your point, four games, he had four strikeouts, um, three walks. And of course also four hits. He's on a four game hit streak. There you go. Um, I, I think you have to kind of put the whole thing in together though. Like you mentioned the defense. I mean, I think it is a good season. I and mean, he, like I said, he's basically an average hitter at this point, uh, which is a lot better than what I was anticipating. He's 23 years old. Uh, the defense is very good. I mean, the defense is helping out his overall numbers quite mm-hmm. a bit. But I mean, you 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 amortize or you you take this over the course of an entire season. You know, he's a 2.5 win player, 2.5 win corner outfielder, and that's fine. You know, I'll, I'll, that, that's it's not great. Like you, you probably want something in like the fours. You know, if you want to be a good team, but I, I think uh, I, I feel pretty confident that Suwinski, at least at this point, is 
a major leaguer. I, I don't think he's an everyday outfielder on a good team, right? Like ideal situation. He's, he's a fourth outfielder. He gets his at bats against righties. Doesn't, you know, nowhere near lefties. Right. Uh, but, and then you can use him for, for defense kind of all around the field plays all three outfield positions too. So uh, a, a very pleasant surprise of a season, I think uh, with him kind of sort of like Castro where, you know, some guys that maybe you weren't exactly expecting to be a part of this team's future. And they now have both established themselves as um, useful pieces going forward. Yeah, that's fair. And like, what I'll say to that too is I'm still left with a lot of questions on Jack Swinsky. Like who is he? Because we saw how he can be a really good right fielder and we saw how he could be, you belong in the minor leagues, right fielder. So it's like next year, hopefully with more sample size and, and him coming out of his rookie season, maybe get more of those answered. But like what I'll say to this is even with this season, like you said, take it over a full year and he's got like a two and a half war. Let's just put it this way. A year ago, if you said Jack Sawinski would have 2.5 war, I think we both think that's a win in the books. So like th- where we're at right now is yeah. our thoughts on Jack Sawinski heading into this season, even with this type of season, is it, it, it was good in that sense. It was much better than I would have expected. Again, Jack Swinski at a, a two war at this war right now, even, but right. If you had a full year being two and a half war, I would say, okay, you know what? Again, that trade, not as bad. Thanks to Jack Sawinski. <laughs> um, and Jack Sawinski, again, we were kind of wondering if he's going to be on the 40 man or not. Like that's where we were at. So a good season that in that regards, um, as far as Swinski itself, As Anthony put here, everyone guy has highs and lows. Yeah, I get that. It's just like in like he he just has such extremes. Like his hot, he was so hot, and then got so cold, and then on top of that, his homes and away splits are like that can't be sustainable. So it's like, what is the real Jack Swinsky? Like, does he level off and not be this player at home? I mean, I would imagine so, but like you can't be that terrible right. away either. He's like so, the third best hitter in baseball at home. Like right, with, like re- like really, literally, the, he's like a, one of the best hitters in the league. And legit, the fourth worst hitter in baseball <laughs> away. So yeah. right, but anyways, um, yeah, good, uh, good game from Jack Swinsky. Yep. Not really a whole <laughs> whole lot else went on uh, today. Uh, you know, Let's Jason bring, Delay had had, that, okay. Jason Delay had the had the double and then scored on Brian Reynolds' double. So that was a good, you know string of, of hits there. Okay, Brian Hayes, 20th stolen base in a, in a big spot too. Like at that point, we didn't know that there were going to be four straight walks. It was just like, we need to get Hayes in the scoring position. And he, uh, you know, he leads off the ninth with that walk and then he steals second base, 20th stolen base of the year. So um, I, I don't know how many times we need to say it about key Brian Hayes, but like he does so many things. Well, if he could just hit, <laughs> Like a little bit, like we're not asking for much. We're not asking that he needs to be, you know, Nolan Arenado as a hitter. Right. But you've got Nolan Arenado as a fielder over there. You've got a, you know, a good base runner, like just be an average hitter. And if he's an average hitter, borderline all-star. That's, 
that's like, I guess I want to, I don't know the right word, but maybe irritating is like where I'm at. And, it, and not in a negative way. It's just, you see the talent too and the potential in the bat. It's just not there yet. And even without the bat, like you're saying, like, so that is a 20 steal, which leads the Pirates this year in stolen bases. Like, I feel like that's the quietest 20 stolen base season I've seen, in, like, from Pittsburgh. You know, like, mm-hmm. Brian Hayes is leading the team in stolen bases. That shouldn't happen. And he hasn't been, like, a big-time base dealer. Like, it's out here. His last time he had 20 or more was 2017 in high A when he had 27. And outside of that, it's, like, 12. Like, you know, single digits here and there. Like, you're not expecting Brian Hayes to come up and be a, a base dealer. And he provided that. So it's, like, he, he has. Like you're saying, like, he provides value so many other places right now besides the bat and the bats just so bad right now. And if that thing can become decent, Jim, we're talking about a guy who also leads the the team in war. He is a three war player right now. And everyone is talking about how much of a disappointment he is. Mm -hmm. So going back and you were the one that kept heading this too, like go back two years ago. If he's just an average hitter, this is a four-war, potentially a five-war some years player. He's having a bad season at the plate, and he's your most productive player. <laughs> That's just how elite he is everywhere else. Yeah, um, and, and it's just – it's a matter of his approach. It just seems like he hits the ball hard. It's just when he hits the ball hard, it's straight into the dirt and at at the second baseman. Like he, he's not pulling the ball. Uh, he doesn't lift the ball. Yeah, if he could hit the ball just a it's little bit just, better, you know, that's the, that's the all. Eric Hosmer syndrome. Like he just yeah. hits the ball hard and into the ground. Yeah, <laughs> it's like if you would just hit a little bit in the air, <laughs> take off. You could uh you could do better. And we saw like you saw Eric Cosmo do that for a bit. And he was really productive. But anyways, yeah, but no, I mean it's not it's as James says, it's not so much like panic. It's just James I don't think people understand. To, James is saying we need to draft Ohio State's quarterback or Alabama's quarterback. I think he's in the wrong YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> Still in Steelers mode. So about Kenny Pickett, the starting quarterback going forward. Yeah. But anyways, no, like it's this we're at is just like th- there's so much potential in Cabron Hayes still. And it's not that we're panicking. It's just like this guy could be so good, so much better too. Um, but anyways, I guess um, enough of Cabron Hayes right now. But yeah, 20th, 20 still on base. That's a big, big marker. And uh, I think what mm-hmm. Alex Stump I saw saw. The last time a third baseman did for the Pirates, it's like, I think 71 or something like that. I mean, I'm surprised Pedro did it. <laughs> I think James is in the wrong chat. We should just, this is why we should just do this, right? <laughs> NS11 coming into your TV soon. <laughs> We're still getting. Or Kenny CJ Stroud. I could, I mean, both CJ Stroud and Bryce Young are pretty athletic individuals. I bet they could play baseball. Like, I bet they could, you know, I bet they could figure it out. 
on this team. They'd be given a chance to let, let them play. First anyways, game. yeah, I'm down with that. So, anyways, back to the game. Back to baseball, yeah. guys. This is the, the Pirates. <laughs> um, anything else you want to bring up and talk about? Um, not really. Cruz could definitely be a quarterback. Cruz Holy can do whatever he wants. Yeah. Had a six-seven quarterback too. That speed, six-seven Michael Vick is basically what Cruz is. That's true. He's super fast. He's got a just a cannon for an arm. O'Neill Cruz would make a good quarterback. Yeah, I think you're right. You can see over the line super we easy. We're going this whole tangent now. You got me thinking about O'Neill Cruz as a quarterback now. <laughs> yeah, pretty well. I don't know how like physically tough like he like if he could like take NFL hits, you know, because he is sort of lanky, right? Like, I know mean, he's a big dude, but I think you'd have to put some muscle on before you put him like on an NFL field. You have to realize that type of a prospect, just like he is in baseball right now, that type of a prospect is going to get all kinds of hype, all kinds of holy hell, look what this kid can do. And with that type of hype, you know, and cameras and footage, Tom Brady's scooping him up and he's going to have, I mean, he's the TB12 is all over O'Neill Cruz. So you don't have to worry about that because Brady's got him. I can see that. It's officially NS11. We're talking football. Bring in your Steelers chats. Come on. You're in the right place now. <laughs> um, so news just broke a little bit ago. Uh, JT Brubaker is starting tomorrow. Oh, so nice. So they're going get one to, more from him. So they are going to activate JT Brubaker from the IL tomorrow. I don't know what that means about a corresponding move. Uh, they've already optioned. Uh, Luis Ortiz, which I don't want to get into all that stuff, but not super thrilled. Um, I don't know. Let's see if they option Mitch Keller because, you know, they don't need him the rest of the year. Let's see, let's see if they do that. I'm, I'm curious. Staying, staying quiet. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. But anyways, I am happy for JT Brubaker. Um, he earned this one, of course, you know, and being healthy equates to that, but I'm glad he's healthy. I'm glad he does get one more start in, you know, it's at home. He gets the right proper send off and hopefully again, he eliminates 100. He can go out there and get a win, but we'll be talking, I think tomorrow, the same thing, you know, we talked about with Mitch Keller, not to the same degree, but how it was nice seeing JT Brubaker come back this year, what he's been able to do. A lot of question marks, you know, checked off and such. But uh, yeah, good. So he's coming back uh, tomorrow. So good to see JT yeah. Brubaker take on. Oh, I just missed it. Dakota Hudson, who somehow there. is still a Cardinal. I mean, I feel like this dude's been on the Cardinals since like. I feel like I know it wasn't Dakota Hudson, but I feel like Dakota Hudson started against the Pirates in the 2013 in, NLDs. In the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Like, right. I was like, Dakota Hudson definitely pitched one of those games, didn't he? No. For sure. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess with that said, it doesn't seem like there's much else to really talk about. Is there? No. No. So no. good game. Ono Cruz good walks game. it off. And uh, there's two more left. Tomorrow again they, at 630. And then Wednesday is the last game at 430. 
Win they're, both they're and you avoid one hundred. Win both and you avoid one hundred losses. They are battling. All right, they're let's also, get out of here then. They're also above the Reds right now. They're not yes. in last place technically. Actually, they're tied with the Reds, but they have the tiebreaker. Thank you for reminding me. No, you are correct yeah. on that. Yeah. I've yet to update our ticker from fifth place. I have to do that now. To never tied for fourth. We're tied for fourth now. So it's officially updated to fourth place because that is where they're at right yeah. now. Yeah. And I mean, for months, I've just never had any like even worry. You know, the first of the year, you're okay. What place are they in now? Whatever. For months, it's just I don't have to worry about the place. It's just I got to update the standings. Not the standings, the record. Yeah. Now I got to worry about that again. So yeah, they're tied for the Reds right now. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, the hanging bat. <laughs> it worked. Yeah. You didn't have to swing it. You didn't have to use it, and it still worked. Okay. So that's it. That's it. Folks, once again, thanks for watching. Thanks for all the Pirates talk. Thanks for all the Steelers talk. We'll be back again for both tomorrow. <laughs> See you then. Bye-bye. See you guys.